Greetings and salutations. This is the King Speech Podcast. I'm your host, Juan Talley. Um, the thing I want to talk about today is uh, is relationships between black men and black women. This is a reoccurring theme for me, of course, because a lot of us, I think, don't really understand or know how to be in successful relationships. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was um, my relationship. My relationship is pretty successful at this point. So I'm going to allude to uh, mine a little bit and allude to things I've learned in the past and past relationships, things that I've learned uh, not to do and things that I've learned maybe that, um, you know, I need to keep striving for. Uh, so one of the things is that um, when I came into uh, when I met my my current um, my current partner, uh, I recognized immediately that I wanted her to be my partner. Um, I knew I didn't want just uh, sex. I knew I didn't want to attempt to change her. I knew that I was comfortable with who she was, and I knew that I just wanted to accentuate that. I knew I wanted to show her um, a love that maybe she'd never known before. Um, so I went into this really, really prepared. Um, now, I haven't got to the state of preparation by being just this great guy. Nope, I had to have uh, failures and... Um, I had to deal with certain things and I had to deal with myself most of, most of, most of all. I had to deal with myself. I had to deal with the fact of uh, certain things that I believed, certain things that I saw, certain things that I wanted. Um, and I had to put myself in front of an accountability mirror um, because I felt like I was too old for certain things. I felt like I was, I was a better man than to do certain things or date certain women or date down. A lot of us don't realize it, but we're... We may date down. We may date a person who is not on our level. And when I say not on our level, I don't mean like on a, uh, <clears throat> uh, financially. Uh, sometimes it's just morally. Sometimes it's just you and a person just don't agree with. Sometimes people get into relationships just because they don't want to be lonely. Um, that is not going to work. Uh, it, it's almost better to be alone than to just sit around and wait on somebody and hope that they get it right. Um, another thing. I was very open and again, uh, I think I stated this on an earlier podcast. Um, I'm a teachable person, which means um, I know that I'm an alpha male. Uh, so going into a situation, I don't care what, the, what another person really thinks. I don't, I'm, I'm very comfortable with myself. I'm very aware that I'm rare um, and I don't take that away from myself, but I'm also teachable. So when you're in a relationship with somebody, you have to try to at least attempt to be teachable. And what I mean by that is, is I pay attention to my woman. Um, if I have it, if a certain thing, she can, you know, say, Hey, I'm, you know, I need to do this. I need to take care of this. She doesn't have to ask me, uh, you know, for money, you know what I mean? Like right off the bat. And if she does, if I have it, you know, I can give it or whatever the case may be. So I'm not a rich man by any stretch of the imagination, but I help out what I can. And that, that, uh, that is reciprocated through her as well. Um, with uh, black men and black women, uh, unfortunately, uh, black women, will have to realize that there's more good black women than there are good black men um, for a number of different issues uh, and reasons. One of the main reasons is just mental health. Um, a lot of men haven't been challenged. A lot of men don't like being challenged. You know, if you can get with a woman that you can kind of control and you can kind of mold and you can do whatever you want to do, some men love that, you know, because it doesn't strike at the ego. They don't have to try as hard. They don't have to be uh, Superman. Me personally, I want to be somebody Superman. You know, a lot of times I hear women talk about how men aren't this and aren't that. And I make it up in my mind that, hey, I want to be everything that these women are saying that they want, that they say they can't find. Um, personal goals for myself, nothing else uh, to do with anything. But, you know, it kind of is what it is. So for me and myself, uh, what I always do is I always challenge myself. I always want to be better. Um, I never want to be the same. I'm always growing and evolving. Um, now with me growing and evolving, some people will take this to the extreme. When I say I'm growing and evolving, don't get it twisted. I'm still, um, rooted in some of the same things I used to do. Um, the positive things that is not the negativity, uh, the positive things that I was rooted into. I'm still rooted into those things and I let those things shine bright for me, um, because I'm rooted in them. Um, some of the negative things that I was a part of, I have taken accountability for my actions and, um, I stay on a mind state of to not fall back into that. I don't want to fall back into a situation where I'm trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm trying to do more than what I should, or I'm trying to act outside of my character. Um, pretty much 
And for the most part of things, uh, when I approached my uh, feminine divine, I I met her on social media. Um, so what I did, she posted, I kind of was able to get insight into her personality. So I already knew kind of the type of woman I was I was dealing with to a certain degree. You know, I hadn't talked to her or anything like that, but I knew um, I knew I couldn't come at her strange. I knew I couldn't, you know, I, I would never come at a woman with some hey baby type stuff anyway, but I knew I couldn't come at her like that. So what I did was I reached out to her. Um, I have been uh, for the past uh, almost a year or so or even more. Uh, when I address black women, I, I try to address them as royalty, as queens. Now, some women don't get this. You know, they've never been called queen before or they have and they think, oh, you know, he's part of this. Uh, he's on some BS. You know, he's part of this BS thing where, you know, these guys are calling black women queens to, to get them into a vulnerable state. And and just to show them that, you know, they are the same that, you know, the same type of men that they've been dealing with. Um, with me, with her and I, I reached out to her, called her queen. She responded to me and called me a god. At that point, I already knew that we were destined for great things. Um because I identify myself as God. Uh, that's another podcast, and I'll get into that at a later time. But what I'm saying is that um, if you go up and down my timeline of my uh, Facebook page, you see that I steam black women all the time, like as much as possible. Um, the main reason why is because we need that. Um, in my eyes, black women and all women to a certain degree, but I'm a black man, so I'm going to esteem my women. Uh, all women need to be esteemed um, on higher levels, in my opinion. Uh, because we live in a world where women are generally classified as second-class creatures, uh, with with black women especially, um, black men we don't value um, as a whole. I don't think we value our women like we should, um, like I would, like I um, like I do. You know, point blank period. Like I value my my queens, um, and I also realize that sometimes it's good just to have a good woman in your corner, whether that be your friend or a you know or a, a love interest. Um, now for me, uh, I am very blessed. I meet a lot of really, really good women for the most part. Uh, for the most part, it's really hard for me to, to meet women who, um, I wouldn't feel something with or whatever the case may be, or who doesn't, who don't, um, uh, inspire me or is my muse in some way, shape or form. Now, when we look at things from that level, um, if somebody is your muse, you want to, uh, ideally, you would want to always uplift that person. Uh, it, it seemed like it was a trend to uplift black women. So that's what I do all the time. And I tell black women all the time, you know, if you talk to me, if, if you ask me for male advice, uh, be prepared because I mean, I'm going to give you, you know, a no nonsense response. And I'm not going to give you a response based on anything. You know, now, if you with somebody, I don't want to tell anybody to leave the person there with because you just don't know what type of situation they have going on. But at the same time, if a person isn't valuing you, why would you want to stay in that situation? Um, so, I, you know, I've had black women come to me and ask me questions about black men. Well, why does what, you know, why did, why would, you know, a man think like this? So why would he do this? Well, some things women, you have to understand that you allow us to do. If I know I can come around you and I can put forth minimal effort and get the maximum out of you, why wouldn't I do that? You know what I mean? Now, me personally, as a man, I wouldn't do that because I have integrity, uh, because I don't want to be that type of man, because I know I can be better, because I know I can do better. But if you're dealing with somebody that, that doesn't recognize that or don't, you know, doesn't have integrity about themselves, why wouldn't they? So if I can do the minimal to get the max from you, I'm going to do it. Now, when I speak of I and me in these terms, I'm speaking of, of, of men in general. So what we have to do is we have to discern, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have to discern what it is exactly that we want and need. So the first thing you need to do is you need to sit down and, and come up with a plan of what you want. Now, when I say that, I literally mean, what do you want? What do you want from a person? Uh, some people will say things like, I want my man to have money. He's got to dress fresh. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. He's got to do that. Okay, cool. But what do you want? You know, do you want a man who's caring? Do you want a man who is going to have your back? Do you want a man who is open to you? Do you want a man who uh, understands himself emotionally? You know, um, a lot of things are surface. You know, we all want, if you ask a man what he wants, most times he'll tell you a pretty, pretty face and a big butt. <laughs> you know, and, and, and some type of a level of freakiness. Okay. Now what we, I think men and women, what we don't know is that you may can get the exact things that you're looking for. If you open up and expand your mind, 
if you ladies if a man comes at you and he's coming at you and this is the first time you guys are interacting if you have to constantly check him on the way he's talking to you he's probably not the one for you um if you're excusing things because you know he's attractive or girl he got this he got that you know you're playing yourself because ultimately um a man is going to be a man he's going to do what he wants to do so if you're with a man and, and you say hey he never pays me attention he doesn't call me he's doing whatever else he wants to do because if you like somebody and you want to be with that person you're going to make time for that person point blank period uh my uh my divine feminine and i work total totally different shifts we sneak in time to see each other when we can you know we get time in because we're important to each other it's i think the longest we've gone without seeing each other was two weeks now people will say well damn that's two weeks that's a long time but we talked every day we made sure that we were constantly on the phone and then what you have to realize too is that we're even though we're a couple we're still individuals so individually there are things that she needs simply for herself that she needs to do and she needs to get done and it's vice versa for me um I feel like our bond is strong enough that, yeah, we can survive two weeks without seeing each other if need be. Um, neither one of us likes it. It's not the fair thing. And, and, you know, but things are getting better. Now, with her, she works with me on my schedule and I do the same with her. I work the more uh, crazy schedule of the two. Um, but we work together and we figure it out and we keep open communication. Open communication is the key to any successful union. I'll say that again. Open communication is the key to any successful union. Now, when I say open communication, I also mean that your significant other should be able to come to you and talk to you about anything. You know, so ladies, if your man decides one day, hey, and, and I'm, I'm going extreme here. If your man decides one day, hey, I want to have a threesome. And I'm going extreme because I'm not campaigning for threesomes. So I don't think I'm doing that. I'm going extreme because I want to explain some things. If that's something that you're not comfortable with and you need to let that brother know right off the bat, hey, that's something that's not going to happen. Okay, brothers, if you didn't came to your woman, you wanted that, she says it's not going to happen. You really should respect her wishes and that should kind of be off topic. You know, if your woman's into it, hey, then go ahead and explore it. Uh, another thing, we have to learn to appreciate and love each other for who we are, because if we can't be who exactly who we are, you never know what another person is into. You know, um, you never know, you know. Uh, so that's why having open communication is so important, because. Um, I've dealt with, uh, I've been in, in poly relationships before. Um, they worked for me at that particular time. And if they didn't, they didn't. And the relationship I'm, I'm in now, my girl, my woman is a, she's a poly woman. You know, she would prefer, she loves me. I know that eventually we're going to have to have a discussion about that. And, you know, if it's a fork in the road, we're going to have to decide which way we're going to go. Either our journey will continue or either it will end. One of the two. But going into the situation already know that that's on the table I already know that that's par for the course I already know that this is a situation that we're going to have to have a discussion about um and again when you say you love somebody uh you have to pick how you love them because when i say i love someone i love them for exactly who they are for what they represent for not just because of the way they make me feel not because of the things that they can provide for me not just because of it's, it's less about me and more about them because when you love somebody, you have to love that person's truth. So if a person, you know, we in society, we always want to judge. If you got something going on in a relationship, you probably should keep some of it to yourself. Uh, you know, really, just real talk. Um, I used to be really good at getting women and couldn't keep them. And the reason why I couldn't keep them is because once I got to a certain stage with them, I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go anymore and it would show. I'm not good at, uh, I don't have a poker face when it comes to my emotions. So if I'm with you and, you know, we had a whirlwind romance for three months and then that fourth month I'm waking up like, uh, you know, is this really what I want or do I want to be single? It's going to show, you know, my actions will show it. Everything will come out. Um, so with that being said, it kind of is what it is on that end. On a, um, on another end, um, I've grown and matured. Um, I don't take, uh, you probably hear me say this a lot. I don't take losses. Uh, I, I don't lose. Everything is a lesson. Now, uh, some of us, the universe will keep having us go through the same exact thing until we learn that lesson. Um, I would say, open up your mind, expand your heart, expand your mind. Uh, you know, if you only date a certain type of dude and you realize that, Hey, I keep running into the same problems. Maybe you should change up a little bit, you know, like me, for instance, um, I don't really have a per se type. Um, I see what I see. If, if I'm attracted to a woman, depending on my attraction level to her, I'll pursue her. Uh, depending on how I pursue her and the way we 
interact with each other, I'll kind of move forward. Now, the big difference between me and the uh, young lady I'm with now is the fact that I was drawn to her. Like, literally, I was drawn to her. Um, before I even really knew anything about her, I really had a strong feeling that we would have a future together. You know, really, you know, and, and, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm not a, a religious person, but I am very spiritual. And due to my spiritual background at this point, I'm getting into a lot of mysticism um, and uh, kind of, uh, I guess we can call it voodoo. Now, when I say voodoo, I'm not saying, that, you know, I'm not, we're not going extreme. There's no chicken bones and blood or things of that nature yet. Uh, <laughs> but there is a lot of, um, there is a lot of me seeing visions and then having those visions come true. There is a lot of uh, uh, meditation. There is a lot of uh, um, self-reflection. There is a lot of um, just being honest with myself about what I want, what I'm trying to do and how I'm trying to do it. I never sit back and sleep on my laurels. Uh, there's things that I want to get in the world. And I'm, I'm totally confident that I'm going to get those things. It may take time. It's going to take time. It's supposed to. But I put up in my mind that I'm going to get those things and I'm going to keep going until I get them. So that's where I'm at with that. Now, again, uh, talking about relationships, at least from a female standpoint, ladies, even though the pickings may be slim, if you have a man who's disrespecting you, that disrespect is not going to stop. Because obviously, once you let a man know that he can talk to you in any type of way he wants to, why would he stop? You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> if he is, um, if you can't, again, um, you know, a lot of this is just feelings. Like, I've always been a gentleman. I'm always, I'm always a really nice guy. If I'm with a female, I'm showering you with... Uh, I'm giving you compliments all the time. I'm showering you. I'm very attentive. I'm very uh, touchy-feely if I'm into you. Now, I've been in relationships with women that I've never even uh, kissed. And some people are like, how, how was that possible? I just, you know, I, that's not a woman I wanted to kiss on. So I didn't do it. So how will, how real was that relationship? Well, it fit what it needed to do at that particular time. So again, it's, it's, it's lessons. People are lessons. You're either going to be a lesson or a blessing in somebody's life. Uh, now with me, I think if you're in a relationship um, and you're in a journey with somebody, ultimately, um, you know, if you're not cheating or nothing like that, I would hope that you could move on and both of you could grow from the situation. Now, for me, uh, my growth is something that um, has come about because I'm with a woman who really has my back. Uh, her growth comes about because I am really free and I'm open with the way I love her and the way I care about her. I tell it to her all the time. You know, uh, she probably gets tired of hearing it from me, but I don't care. You know, I always speak it. Um, and that's the thing: we all deserve to be loved in ways that we need it. You know, in ways that uh, that we can understand. And just in ways that we can always uh, be appreciative of it. Learn people's love languages. You know, we all have love languages. I think I'm uh, when I when we do love languages, I think I'm all of them. I'm all the above. Uh, so what you have to do is you have to learn who you're with. It should be something that you want to do. You should want to learn who you're with. You should want to learn about your woman. You should want to learn about your man. Um, one of uh, my girl's love languages is touch. So if we're together, she loves me to touch her. Um, funny story. Uh, I just want to share really quickly. We went out to eat Benihana's. Um, again, my woman likes to be touched. Now, for whatever reason, she likes me to rub on her butt. I, I like rubbing on her butt. I, you know, I don't have any problem with that. Sometimes when we're in, um, <laughs> when we're in public, we're so used to being with each other and how we operate with each other that we don't, we don't think of how it may look in, in, in public form. So I was rubbing her behind in public form. Uh, this is another thing with people being nosy. Lady was walking past, saw me with my hand on my girl's behind and, you know, instinctively just literally just told her like, you don't have to let him touch you like that. So we're both looking at her puzzle. So she told the lady out of her own mouth. Oh no, ma'am. I, I love him to touch me like this. You know, so it was just really weird. So whatever, whatever you have going on, you have to be able to protect what you have going on. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. None of that, none of that matters. None of that is, uh, is anything that you should even be worried about at all. You know, you should be worried about being the best you can be to your loved one. You should worry about being the best you could be, uh, 
for everyone. You know, um, one thing about me, I understand that if I'm not a good Dewan, I can't be a good uh, son, a good father, a good, uh, you know, man to my woman, a good mate, whatever the case may be. So, again, you have to look inside of yourself. And again, whatever idiosyncrasies you and your loved one have or, you know, whatever path you guys have struck for yourself, you have to be open with that. You have to be true to it. So with that, I'm not going to stay on here too long. I think I've done like 20 minutes or so. But with that, find somebody who find somebody who makes you have butterflies. Find somebody who when you think about them, you automatically smile. Find somebody who puts you first. That's it. Put, putting another person first. Thinking about another person. Thinking about beforehand, before you do something, how this could affect my relationship with this person. And if it's something that's uh, negative, then you obviously don't want to move forward. If it's something that's positive, then you do. Sometimes you're going to have to try harder. Uh, sometimes you're going to have to give it more effort. If that person is worth it, give it more effort. You know, it is what it is. So I want to close out with that. Um, if you are in a relationship, I hope that this helps you out. If you're looking for a relationship, I hope that you take some of these uh, things that I've said and just uh, put them into an operational form for you. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for listening to King Speech Radio. Uh, peace and blessings. Greetings and salutations. This is the King Speech Podcast. I am your host, Dewan Tally. And in the uh, King Speech Podcast, we basically talk about whatever, <laughs> whatever I have a mind to talk about. So what I want to talk about tonight or today is uh, vulnerability. So as I stated, we're talking about vulnerability uh, for men um, opening up. Now for men, uh, being vulnerable is a a foreign concept for most men. Um, We don't know how to open ourselves up. for myself specifically, I was raised around a lot of women, so it was. It, it, it's funny now that a lot of things that um, that they ingrained in me is coming to pass, and it's for my benefit. So it's really funny. Um, but again, even talking about that particular, uh, uh, I guess, uh, idiosyncrasy. Um, it is something that has been uh, embedded in my personality. So growing up from a young man, I've always tried to be, or I was taught to be a, a gentleman. You know, so I'm, I'm holding doors. Like I'm really uh, treating a lady like I would think a lady should be treated and just honoring her just for being a lady. So it has nothing to do with me uh, <clears throat> trying to seek anything or trying to reap any benefits from it. Um, what I've noticed, however, is that women aren't used to that. I talked to uh, a female friend today, um, and she told me something that really, it really broke my heart, it, 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 and it resonated with me. Uh, just to be honest with you, um, she's a she's an attractive woman. Uh, she has a nice figure. Um, she's bottom heavy, you know, without getting too explicit. Um, and she was telling me that she's used to men inappropriately touching her because she's bottom heavy. Now, for me, it threw it threw me into a tailspin. I really didn't know um, how to how to deal with it. It really made me angry. Um, it really made me upset. To be, uh, if I can be totally honest. because I believe that a woman should be able to do what she wants to do. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I believe that, you know, you should still carry yourself as a woman. So if you're out and like, I mean, to me, a woman knows what her um, assets are. She knows what a man is attracted to her for. And if you put those particular attributes on display, then and, 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 and not because I want to be sensitive to, you know, uh, the Me Too movement and not create like a rape culture or anything like that. So what I mean specifically when I say this is that, um, and this is just to cover basis. So I'm going to say what I I feel like saying, and if somebody agrees or disagrees with it, that's fine. And that's dandy, but this is what I feel. And I'm going to speak it. 
if you put yourself out in a situation that you're showing too much of yourself off, it's not the fact that you are inviting anybody to rape you, but you are inviting anybody to approach you. Because some men will see a woman and, um, you know, she's so attracted to that man. She might be the most beautiful woman he's seen up to that point in his life. And if you're exposed, a lot of that beauty is taken away. You know what I mean? I, I, I've been a young man before, so I've talked to women who maybe weren't um, or had. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to leave this in here, too. I'm not smoking anything. I just coughed a little bit. But maybe didn't have the cutest face, but had a very nice body. And I went for that. I went for that because I was weak and because uh, growing up, um, and I'm going to mention um, uh, the president of my organization, uh, Negus Vu. Um, growing up, we were exposed to certain things that promoted a certain type of culture. Now, Understandably, everybody has a, a moral compass and a moral code that they should have for themselves. But we're not all lashed into that. So sometimes if you're dealing with a woman who is attractive or you like her, she likes you or whatever, um, sometimes certain things can transcend, uh, um, <clears throat> can transcend uh, maybe best laid plans or if you're involved with somebody already. Now, for me, again, um, I'm too old for that. I know exactly what I want. I know exactly who I want. So I'm not going to put myself in a position to to risk, um, you know, dipping my foot into a pool that's not mine. I'd rather go out and swim in a comfortable pool and, you know, we can expand it or, you know, white, uh, widening it. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, you know, and that's, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the way it is for me. Now, what we also have to look at is, and I'm, 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 I'm getting back, back to, I'm getting back to the point, excuse me, uh, because I don't want people, I talk a lot, so I don't want to stray uh, too far. But what I'm talking about is men opening up to women. And what I mean by opening up to women is that we aren't afraid to take off our masks. We aren't afraid to expose ourselves. We aren't afraid to let them look into us. Your woman should be a reflection of you. So if you don't open up to her and let you know who you are, how can you, you're going to keep striking out, you know? So for you, all females aren't this and aren't that, but you're caught up in a pattern. These are the type of females you look for because these are the type of females you get and it doesn't work out and, and, you know, you feel a certain type of way. So if you do meet somebody who is able to love you on a level that, you know, maybe you deserve or maybe you don't deserve, whatever the case may be. But once you get a taste of that, that should be open for room for improvement. It should be wide open. It should be. Um, for a lot of men, it's not. You know, it just it, that's that's what it is. It is what it is. Now, one of my things, especially with making this podcast, I don't have all the answers. I was raised uh, in a single parent home. And I was raised around a lot of really, really strong women. Uh, I think I have a, at least a, a decent grasp of women because I don't think I've mastered anything. I don't think that I've reinvented the wheel. I just feel like I understand women to a certain degree. And I use that in my favor. Now, when I say I use it in my favor, it's not I use it in my favor to get over, to get on, to, to appear something that I'm not. I use it in my favor um, because honestly, and this is, you know, any moment you get from me is going to be an honest moment. And I understand that people will disagree and I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, but this is my belief. I believe that women are the stronger sex. And the reason why I say this is because women go through childbirth and they deal with a cornucopia of emotions uh, that men can't deal with. And it's, it's historically proven like you have to open yourself up to deal with certain things. There's certain things that men can't fathom and they'll use that ignorance to to um, to ignore a problem to never deal with a problem to never seek help to never seek certain things because they're not caught up in the acceptance of it me I'm, I'm quite different than that um, I don't mind opening up I don't know how to to not open up if you meet me in person 
I'm going to be the same person I am on this podcast. Uh, nothing is going to change because I'm not a I'm not a carbon copy. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm very comfortable with who I am. I'm okay with it. I don't need to um, attempt to build myself up uh, in any way. You know, um, in the streets, as far as education, any uh, a lot of the education I have, I, I taught myself. Um, as far as dealing in the streets, I, I, you know, it's trial and error. I mess with some people. I find out certain things. And, um, you know, I did what I had to do to survive. And we'll just leave it at that. Um, nothing, you know, crazy or, or out of the way. And if it is out of the way for who any, you know, anybody that may be listening, um, you know, let's, let's not judge each other. But ultimately, getting back again to the point, because I strayed a little bit, um, when we talk about opening up to our counterparts, it is about being comfortable with yourself. If you're not comfortable with yourself, you can't open up to anybody else. If you don't have a um, a comfort level of who you are, for instance, me, I'm a very sociable person. So if I'm a vibe with a woman who is um, have you know some self-esteem issues or whatever the case may be, or she feels a certain type of way about me hanging out or doing whatever it. it it, it, it's probably heading, you know, I, I could probably predict the future on that one. Um, if I'm dealing with somebody who, hey, you know, I'm just as whatever as you are, I'm up to par with you. And, you know, we can, you know, do whatever we do. We can see each other when we see each other and we're, you know, okay and we're fine and we're dandy and whatever the case may be. And we move forward. That's something totally different. Totally different because it takes a lot more. Um, it takes a lot of trust. And trust has to be given. You know, when I meet some, when I meet a woman. Greetings and salutations. This is the King Speech Podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Talley. Um, the thing I want to talk about today is, uh, is relationships between black men and black women. This is a reoccurring theme for me, of course, because a lot of us, I think, don't really understand and know how to be in successful relationships. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was um, my relationship. My relationship is pretty successful at this point. So I'm going to allude to uh, mine a little bit and allude to things I've learned in the past and past relationships, things that I've learned uh, not to do and things that I've learned maybe that, um, you know, I need to keep striving for. Uh, so one of the things is that um, when I came into, uh, when I met my my current, um, my current partner, uh, I recognized immediately that I wanted her to be my partner. Um, I knew I didn't want just uh, sex. I knew I didn't want to attempt to change her. I knew that I was comfortable with who she was, and I knew that I just wanted to accentuate that. I knew I wanted to show her um, a love that maybe she'd never known before. Um, so I went into this really, really prepared. Um, now, I haven't got to the state of preparation by being just this great guy. Nope, I had to have uh, failures and... Um, I had to deal with certain things and I had to deal with myself. Most of, most of, most of all, I had to deal with myself. I had to deal with the fact of uh, certain things that I believe, certain things that I saw, certain things that I wanted. Um, and I had to put myself in front of an accountability mirror um, because I felt like I was too old for certain things. I felt like I was I was a better man than to do certain things or date certain women or date down. A lot of us don't realize it, but we're. We may date down. We may date a person who is not on our level. And when I say not on our level, I don't mean like on a uh, <clears throat> uh, financially. Uh, sometimes it's just morally. Sometimes it's just you and that person just don't agree with. Sometimes people get into relationships just because they don't want to be lonely. Um, that is not going to work. Uh, it, it's almost better to be alone than to just sit around and wait on somebody and hope that they get it right. Um, another thing. I was very open, and again, uh, I think I stated this on an earlier podcast. Um, I'm a teachable person, which means um, I know that I'm an alpha male. Uh, so going into a situation, I don't care what, the, what another person really thinks. I don't. I'm, I'm very comfortable with myself. I'm very aware that I'm rare, um, and I don't take that away from myself. But I'm also teachable. So when you're in a relationship with somebody, you have to try to at least attempt to be teachable. And what I mean by that is, is I pay attention to my woman. Um, if 
a habit of a certain thing, she can, you know, say, hey, I'm, you know, I need to do this. I need to take care of this. She doesn't have to ask me, uh, you know, for money. You know what I mean? Like right off the bat. And if she does, if I have it, you know, I can give it or whatever the case may be. So I'm not a rich man by any stretch of the imagination, but I help out when I can. And that that uh, that is reciprocated through her as well. Um, with uh, black men and black women, uh, unfortunately, uh, black women will have to realize that there's more good black women than there are good black men um, for a number of different issues uh, and reasons. One of the main reasons is just mental health. Um, a lot of men haven't been challenged. A lot of men don't like being challenged. You know, if you can get with a woman that you can kind of control and you can kind of mold and you can do whatever you want to do. Some men love that, you know, because it doesn't strike at the ego. They don't have to try as hard. They don't have to be uh, Superman. Me personally, I want to be somebody Superman. You know, a lot of times I hear women talk about how men aren't this and aren't that. And I make it up in my mind that, hey, I want to be everything that these women are saying that they want, that they say they can't find. Um, personal goals for myself, nothing else uh, to do with anything. But, you know, it kind of is what it is. So for me and myself, uh, what I always do is always challenge myself. I always want to be better. Um, I never want to be the same. I'm always growing and evolving. Um, now with me growing and evolving, some people will take this to the extreme. When I say I'm growing and evolving, don't get it twisted. I'm still, um, rooted in some of the same things I used to do. Um, the positive things that is not the negativity, uh, the positive things that I was rooted into. I'm still rooted into those things. And I let those things shine bright for me, um, because I'm rooted in them. Um, some of the negative things that I was a part of, I have taken accountability for my actions and, um, I stay on a mind state of to not fall back into that. I don't want to fall back into a situation where I'm trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm trying to do more than what I should, or I'm trying to act outside of my character. Um, pretty much, and for the most part of things, uh, when I approached my uh, feminine divine, I I met her on social media. Um, so what I did is she posted, I kind of was able to get insight into her personality. So I already knew kind of the type of woman I was, I was dealing with to a certain degree. You know, I hadn't talked to her or anything like that, but I knew, um, I knew I couldn't come at her strange. I knew I couldn't, you know, I, I would never come at a woman with some Hey baby type stuff anyway, but I knew I couldn't come at her like that. So what I did was I reached out to her. Um, I have been, uh, for the past, uh, almost years or even more, uh, when I address black women, I, I try to address them as royalty, as queens. Now, some women don't get this, you know, they've never been called queen before or they have, and they think, Oh, you know, he's part of this, uh, he's on some BS, you know, he's part of this BS thing where, you know, these guys are calling black women queens to, to get them into a vulnerable state and, and just to show them that, you know, they're the same, that, you know, the same type of men that they've been dealing with, um, with me, with her and I, I reached out to her, called her queen. She responded to me and called me a god. At that point, I already knew that we were destined for great things um, because I identify myself as a god. Uh, that's another podcast, and I'll get into that at a later time. But what I'm saying is that um, if you go up and down my timeline of my uh, Facebook page, you see that I steam black women all the time, like as much as possible. Um, the main reason why is because we need that. Um, in my eyes, black women and all women to a certain degree, but I'm a black man, so I'm going to esteem my women. Uh, all women need to be esteemed um, on higher levels, in my opinion, uh, because we live in a world where women are generally classified as second class creatures uh, with with black women, especially um, black men. We don't value um, as a whole. I don't think we value our women like we should, um, like I would, like I um, like I do. You know, point blank period. Like I value my my queens, um, and also realize that sometimes it's good just to have a good woman in your corner, whether that be your friend or a you know or a, a love interest. Um, now, for me, uh, I am very blessed. I meet a lot of really really good women for the most part. Uh, for the most part, it's really hard for me to, to meet women who um, I wouldn't feel something with, or whatever the case may be, or who doesn't who don't. Um, uh, inspire me or is my muse in some way, shape or form. Now, when we look at things from that level, um, if somebody is your muse, you want to, uh, ideally you would want to always uplift that person. Uh, 
it, it seemed like it was a trend to uplift black women. So that's what I do all the time. And I tell black women all the time, you know, if you talk to me, if, if you ask me for male advice, uh, be prepared because I'm, I'm going to give you, you know, a no nonsense response. And I'm not going to give you a response based on anything. You know, now if you're with somebody, I don't want to tell anybody to leave the person they're with because you just don't know what type of situation they have going on. But at the same time, if a person isn't valuing you, why would you want to stay in that situation? Um, so, I, you know, I've had black women come to me and ask me questions about black men. Well, why does what, you know, why, did, why would, you know, a man think like this? So why would he do this? Well, some things women, you have to understand that you allow us to do. If I know I can come around you and I can put forth minimum effort and get the maximum out of you, why wouldn't I do that? You know what I mean? Now, me personally, as a man, I wouldn't do that because I have integrity, uh, because I don't want to be that type of man, because I know I can be better, because I know I can do better. But if you're dealing with somebody that, that doesn't recognize that or don't, you know, doesn't have integrity about themselves, why wouldn't they? So if I can do the minimal to get the max from you, I'm going to do it. Now, when I speak of I and me in these terms, I'm speaking of, of, of men in general. So what we have to do is we have to discern, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have to discern what it is exactly that we want and need. So the first thing you need to do is you need to sit down and, and come up with a plan of what you want. Now, when I say that, I literally mean, what do you want? What do you want from a person? Uh, some people will say things like, I want my man to have money. He's got to dress fresh. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. He's got to do that. Okay, cool. But what do you want? You know, do you want a man who's caring? Do you want a man who is going to have your back? Do you want a man who is open to you? Do you want a man who uh, understands himself emotionally? You know, um, a lot of things are surface. You know, we all want, if you ask a man what he wants, most times he'll tell you a pretty, pretty face and a big butt. <laughs> you know, and, and, and some type of a level of freakiness. Okay. Now what we, I think men and women, what we don't know is that you may can get the exact things that you're looking for. If you open up and expand your mind, if you ladies, if a man comes at you and he's coming at you and this is the first time you guys are interacting, if you have to constantly check him on the way he's talking to you, he's probably not the one for you. Um, if you're excusing things because, you know, he's attractive or girl, he got this, he got that, you know, you're playing yourself because ultimately um, a man is going to be a man. He's going to do what he wants to do. So if you're with a man and, and you say, hey, he never pays me attention, he doesn't call me, he's doing whatever else he wants to do. Because if you like somebody and you want to be with that person, you're going to make time for that person. Point blank, period. Uh, my uh, my divine feminine and I work total, totally different shifts. We sneak in time to see each other when we can, you know, we get time in because we're important to each other It's I think the longest we've gone without seeing each other was two weeks. Now people will say, well, damn, that's two weeks. That's a long time. But we talked every day. We made sure that we were constantly on the phone. And then what you have to realize too, is that we're, even though we're a couple, we're still individuals. So individually, there are things that she needs simply for herself that she needs to do and she needs to get done. And it's vice versa for me. Um, I feel like our bond is strong enough that, yeah, we can survive two weeks without seeing each other if need be. Um, neither one of us likes it. It's not the fair thing. And, and, you know, but things are getting better. Now, with her, she works with me on my schedule and I do the same with her. I work the more uh, crazy schedule of the two. Um, but we work together and we figure it out and we keep open communication. Open communication is the key to any successful union. I'll say that again. Open communication is the key to any successful union. Now, when I say open communication, I also mean that your significant other should be able to come to you and talk to you about anything. You know, so ladies, if your man decides one day, hey, and, and I'm, I'm going extreme here. If your man decides one day, hey, I want to have a threesome. And I'm going extreme because I'm not campaigning for threesomes. So don't think I'm doing that. I'm going extreme because I want to explain some things. If that's something that you're not comfortable with and you need to let that brother know right off the bat, hey, that's something that's not going to happen. Your brothers, if you didn't came to your woman, you wanted that she says it's not going to happen. You really should respect her wishes and that should kind of be off topic. You know, if your woman's into it, hey, then go ahead and explore it. Uh, another thing we have to learn to appreciate and love each other for who we are, because if we can't be who exactly who we are, you never know what another person is into. You know, um, you never know, you know. Uh, so that's why having open communication is so important, because. Um, I've dealt with, uh, I've been in, in poly relationships before. Um, they worked for me at that particular time. And if they didn't, they didn't. And in the relationship I am, I'm in now, my girl, my woman is a, she's a poly woman. You know, she would prefer, she loves me. I know that 
eventually we're going to have to have a discussion about that. And, you know, if it's a fork in the road, we're going to have to decide which way we're going to go. Either our journey will continue or either it will end. One of the two. But going into the situation, I already know that that's on the table. I already know that that's par for the course. I already know that this is a situation that we're going to have to have a discussion about. Um, and again, when you say you love somebody, uh, you have to pick how you love them. Because when I say I love someone, I love them for exactly who they are, for what they represent, for not just because of the way they make me feel, not because of the things that they can provide for me, not just because of it's, it's less about me and more about them. Because when you love somebody, you have to love that person's truth. So if a person, you know, we in society, we always want to judge. If you got something going on in your relationship, you probably should keep some of it to yourself. Uh, you know, really, just real talk. Um, I used to be really good at getting women. And couldn't keep them. And the reason why I couldn't keep them is because once I got to a certain stage with them, I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go anymore. And it would show. I'm not good at, uh, I don't have a poker face when it comes to my emotions. So if I'm with you and, you know, we had a whirlwind romance for three months. And then that fourth month, I'm waking up like, uh, you know, is this really what I want? Or do I want to be single? It's going to show. You know, my actions will show it. Everything will come out. Um, so with that being said, it kind of is what it is on that end. On a... Um, on another end, um, I've grown and matured. Um, I don't take, uh, you probably hear me say this a lot. I don't take losses. Uh, I, I don't lose. Everything is a lesson. Now, uh, some of us, the universe will keep having us go through the same exact thing until we learn that lesson. Um, I would say open up your mind, expand your heart, expand your mind. Uh, you know, if you only date a certain type of dude and you realize that, hey, I keep running into the same problems, maybe you should change up a little bit. You know, like me, for instance, um, I don't really have a per se type. Um, I see what I see if, if I'm attracted to a woman, depending on my attraction level to her, I'll pursue her. Uh, depending on how I pursue her and the way we interact with each other, I'll kind of move forward. Now, the big difference between me and the uh, young lady I'm with now is the fact that I was drawn to her. Like, literally, I was drawn to her. Um, before I even really knew anything about her, I really had a strong feeling that we would have a future together, you know, really, you know, and, and, and I'm a, I'm, I'm not a, a religious person, but I am very spiritual and due to my spiritual background at this point, I'm getting into a lot of mysticism, um, and, uh, kind of, uh, I guess we can call it voodoo. Now, when I say voodoo, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, we're not going extreme. There's no chicken bones and blood and things of that nature yet. Uh, <laughs> but there is a lot of, um, there is a lot of me seeing visions and then having those visions come true. There is a lot of uh, uh, meditation. There is a lot of uh, um, self-reflection. There is a lot of um, just being honest with myself about what I want, what I'm trying to do and how I'm trying to do it. I never sit back and sleep on my laurels. Uh, there's things that I want to get in the world and I'm, I'm totally confident that I'm going to get those things. It may take time. It's going to take time. It's supposed to. But I put up in my mind that I'm going to get those things and I'm going to keep going until I get them. So that's where I'm at with that. Now, again, uh, talking about relationships, at least from a female standpoint, ladies, even though the pickings may be slim. If you have a man who's disrespecting you, that disrespect is not going to stop. Because obviously, once you let a man know that he can talk to you now in any type of way he wants to, why would he stop? You know what I mean? Um <clears throat> If he is, um, if you can't, again, um, you know, a lot of this is just feelings. Like I've always been a gentleman. I'm always, I'm always a really nice guy. If I'm with a female, I'm showering you with, uh, I'm giving you compliments all the time. I'm showering you. I'm very attentive. I'm very uh, touchy-feely if I'm into you. Now, I've been in relationships with women that I never even uh, kissed. And some people are like, how, how was that possible? I just, you know, I, that's not a woman I wanted to kiss on. So I didn't do it. So how will, how real was that relationship? Well, if it, what it needed to do at that particular time. So again, it's, it's, it's lessons. People are lessons. You're either going to be a lesson or a blessing in somebody's life. Uh, now with me, I think if you're in a relationship, um, and you're in a journey with somebody, ultimately, um, you know, if you're not cheating or nothing like that, I would hope that you could move on and both of you could grow from the situation. Now, for me, uh, my growth is something that um, 
has come about because I'm with a woman who really has my back. Uh, her growth comes about because I am really free and I'm open with the way I love her and the way I care about her. I tell it to her all the time. You know, uh, she probably gets tired of hearing it from me, but I don't care. You know, I always speak it. Um, and that's the thing. We all deserve to be loved in ways that we need it, you know, in ways that uh, that we can understand and just in ways that we can always uh, be appreciative of it. Learn people's love languages. You know, we all have love languages. I think I'm uh, when I when we do love languages, I think I'm all of them. I'm all of the above. Uh, so what you have to do is you have to learn who you're with. It should be something that you want to do. You should want to learn who you're with. You should want to learn about your woman. You should want to learn about your man. Um, one of uh, my girl's love languages is touch. So if we're together, she loves me to touch her. Um, funny story. Uh, I just want to share really quickly. We went out to eat Benihana's. Um, again, my woman likes to be touched. Now, for whatever reason, she likes me to rub on her butt. I, I like rubbing on her butt. I, you know, I don't have any problem with that. Sometimes when we're in, um, <laughs> when we're in public, we're so used to being with each other and how we operate with each other that we don't, we don't think of how it may look in, in, in public form. So I was rubbing her behind in public form. Uh, this is another thing with people being nosy lady was walking past, saw me with my hand on my girl's behind and, you know, instinctively just literally just told her like, you don't have to let him touch you like that. So we're both looking at her puzzle. So she told the lady out of her own mouth. Oh no, ma'am. I, I love him to touch me like this. You know, so it was just really weird. So whatever, whatever you have going on, you have to be able to protect what you have going on. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. None of that, none of that matters. None of that is, uh, is anything that you should even be worried about at all. You know, you should be worried about being the best you can be to your loved one. You should worry about being the best you could be, uh, for everyone, you know, um, one thing about me, I understand that if I'm not a good Dewan, I can't be a good uh, son, a good father, a good, uh, you know, man to my woman, a good mate, whatever the case may be. So, again, you have to look inside of yourself. And again, whatever idiosyncrasies you and your loved one have or, you know, whatever path you guys have struck for yourself, you have to be open with that. You have to be true to it. So. With that, I'm not going to stay on here too long. I think I've done like 20 minutes or so. But with that, find somebody who find somebody who makes you have butterflies. Find somebody who, when you think about them, you automatically smile. Find somebody who puts you first. That's it. Put, putting another person first. Thinking about another person. Thinking about beforehand, before you do something, how this could affect my relationship with this person. And if it's something that's uh, negative, then you obviously don't want to move forward. If it's something that's positive, then you do. Sometimes you're going to have to try harder. Uh, sometimes you're going to have to give it more effort. If that person is worth it, give it more effort. You know, it is what it is. So I want to close out with that. Um, if you are in a relationship, I hope that this helps you out. If you're looking for a relationship, I hope that you take some of these uh, things that I've said and just uh, put them into an operational form for you. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for listening to King Speech Radio. Uh, peace and blessings.